Hey, we're back with another episode of Not the Worst Podcast. This time we're talking about the first video game ever approved by the FDA as an effective treatment for ADHD. Then we wax poetic about all the new games and expansions recently announced at the PlayStation 5 reveal, IGN Summer of Gaming, PC Gaming Show 2020, and more. Come join us. Hello, podcast world. This is not the worst episode, or not the worst episode, not the worst podcast, episode 14. Good start. Hey, it's been two weeks. Mm. We skipped last week, so going to be a little rusty this week. Uh, but I'm here. I am JD, and I'm here with my co-host, Anthony. Say hi, Anthony. Hi. Okay. Hi, everybody. And we've got a lot of stuff to catch up on. A lot of a lot of stuff happened over the last couple of weeks, a couple of big gaming sure events. Sure did. Yeah, so we're going to just jump right into it, I think. But I did want to mention one thing uh, in the intro here is that uh, GOG.com, goodoldgaming.com, uh, is made by the same people that make the Witcher series, CD Projekt. Uh, they are trying to do their own standalone kind of gaming thing, like Epic Game Store or Steam. So they recently launched it. It's called like GOG Galaxy or something like that. Uh, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because as part of their their way to get people to download it, they're giving away a free copy of the PC version of Witcher if you own the console version of The Witcher 3. So you can get uh, The Witcher 3 for free on PC if you own the console version, which, hmm. you know, if you've already played it, might not be appealing to you, but if you did play it on console, it might have been a couple of years ago. And I know in my case, I've switched to PC since I played it on Xbox. So I'm happy to get the PC version for free yeah. and I, I might even replay it, you know? Um, That's probably going to look a lot better too. Yeah, exactly. It's going to have the, all the visual improvements and, and that kind of thing, the UI improvements and things like that. Uh, so all you have to do is go to GOG.com, download their little, you know, whatever you call it, gaming player thingy, and then connect your console account to it and it's automatically given to you for free. So that was my little intro yeah. spiel. I think that's pretty neat. I already did it, and I, I have it. I'm going to play it. Hooray! <laughs> awesome. I got one, too. Mine's not going to be as long, because it's more of a sarcastic and a jab at the company. But uh, Google's Estadia is going to be free for a period, so you can try it, because I know you're all dying to see how Estadia is. Didn't they do that now. with COVID a couple of months ago, too? They might have. Ugh. But it's it's been I've been watching YouTube videos and nonstop every five seconds that stupid ad pops up. So really, in case funny. you guys didn't know, because you're living a shell and don't watch YouTube, how do you not have a ad blocker? Uh, I usually watch on my phone at work. Oh, yeah, yeah, that happens to uh, me with Twitch watch, when I watch I, it on my phone. By watch, I mean I uh I do work and listen. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. Yeah. So let's jump into our stories. We got, we really only got a couple of stories. We're going to talk a lot about all the new games the that have been one. announced in the last couple of weeks. Mm. Um, but the first thing we're going to talk about is an interesting kind of game, a very unique kind of game. Why don't you. That you will not be able to buy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not going to be available. So why don't you break that down for us? 
this is actually pretty cool and i part of the reason why i want to pick this one my parents and my wife have even joked they think i have a form of add not the same as this but it's adhd um yeah your so, form is called stupidity <laughs> adhd i believe is a lot worse than add if i remember correctly or not a lot worse but it's it's yeah it's like a different on a higher level yeah it's like it's like more specific obviously because yeah. there's another word in there but the specificity of it means it can be identified in a different way yeah and probably treated a little better than regular yeah. i mean ADD. as far as i know i ain't no medical expert so what do i know no nope. so if, <laughs> if we on the odd chance we got medical experts maybe someone from the fda because i totally added them in my twitter yep, they're post they're listening <laughs> Um, anyway, so the FDA and this company called Achille Interactive Labs has made history with the first prescribed video game. If you have a child between the ages of 8 to 12 with certain symptoms of ADHD, Achille Labs Interactive has made a video game that can help. Not, I don't know if it, it doesn't look like it cures. I think it just helps control the symptoms yeah I, I don't think it's something to like get rid of the adhd i think it's something to like focus their attention and develop their abilities that way something like yeah that. it does yes yeah, it's therapy for improving adhd symptoms so it's to make it's probably to make it more manageable for the child right and for the parents as opposed it's not going to make it go away but it's the first video game to actually be used in a health and as like a medication in a way. Uh, and it's kind of ironic because we've had years with politicians telling us how unhealthy and unsafe video games are. And now we got one used to treat a medical condition. Yep. So it's and pretty exciting. Even, uh, I mean, you know, there's a lot of talk about the health of video games this year because they were talking about it during COVID and stuff like that. And now they're yeah. treating ADHD with it. So, you know, screw yeah, you, didn't this experts. Yeah. All we're perfectly fine. Oh, spoon. <laughs> oh, um yeah wasn't the cdc that recommend playing video games to yeah. encourage social distancing or something like that yeah exactly help pass the time and um, not get depressed mm -hmm. keep your brain occupied and keep those motor skills functioning so you're not being a vegetable on a couch getting yeah. fat eating covid food and watching shows yeah, and if you'll remember the military obviously was using video games to, in a very effective way for tank <laughs> For learning how to drive a tank. That was a great so video story. Games, this is a new era for video games. It's great for us gamers. Yay! <laughs> but this game is called Endeavor RX. And it's the company Achille Interactive Labs is a Boston based. So actually, I didn't even know this because I, as JD pointed out before we started, I did not read the article until like literally just he, now. He, <laughs> he's the one who said he wanted to talk about this. And then, and then I started like asking him questions and like talking to him about it. And he's like, oh, so it's not just like a game that's out there. Oh, it's like a real game. Oh, idiot. No wonder you have ADHD. But, uh, yeah, no, no surprise there. I got something. You should try reading. I should. Um, I don't know if I got the temperament for that. It's okay. But, um, they did, they, the FDA did look at data from multiple studies of about 600 children and the game has one of the parts of it it sounds like it's got multiple things but they show the uh, the video that they use uh shows a character traveling on a race course with a hoverboard kind of like marty mcfly from back to the future but you're on a race course yeah to race yeah it looks fun so, it's cartoony 
But like I said, unless you're a child from 8 to 12 with certain symptoms of ADHD, you will not be playing this game. It's not going to be available on Steam. It's not going to be an indie game for you to just go mess around with, with like all those weird indie games that exist on the world of Steam. So I wonder how they're going to um, distribute it. That is going to be interesting. They get, they, maybe maybe they have a website or something. I was say it's probably going to be through their website. They're going to need to use a platform like Steam or Epic or anything like that. I don't think so anyway. So, uh, I if I you're can't wait interested... for my kid to get ADHD so I can download the game and play it. <laughs> you you beat me to it. I say, if you're interested in this game, hope your kid has ADHD so you can download and play it. That's right. Well, buddy, I hate to... <laughs> you got, what, seven years? I know. He's a, little, he's a little young. We got That's fine. This is going to open the door for other games to be developed. Younger games for the the younger idiots like mine, and then you can get the game, and then I can play it. All right, I'm excited. With that being said, that does not this means that JD and I will not be testing the game for you because we are un- incapable of testing said game, so we won't yeah. be able to dive into it too much. So That's it's true. gonna be interesting. I don't know. We could probably convince uh, the doctor fact, that you have the mind of a 12 year old. I uh, probably wouldn't. T- it wouldn't be hard to do at yeah, all. It would, it would be pretty quick. Speaking of which, up. we mentioned uh, the CDC saying you can play video games during COVID. In fact, uh, one of the sub-articles that, you know, how they throw random articles through the story for you to click. says COVID-19 video games. Games can be a healthy social pastime during coronavirus pandemic. Yep. So there you go. Video games are going to save the day, everybody. I mean, we're going to be fine. Look at not even not even just like the COVID thing and not the ADHD thing and uh, obviously, the military is going way far and above with its video game usage. But then there's also like uh, sports. You know, we've talked a lot about how sports got shut down, but esports yeah. are thriving. Esports have had some huge tournaments in the last couple of months, making lots of people money. So there's there's a lot of benefits to gaming this year. It's a it's yeah, a hot they time to about, be a video gamer. Really is. I think NASCAR is still talking about doing the i racing series, regardless of because I think they started the season back up, but. Uh, oh yeah, I think they still. They probably do like charity events and like all star races, not yeah. not like actually. Well, it'd be great for tournament that kind of races. Stuff. Yeah, sure. It would. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's unless JD's got something else. That's about all I got. Um, no, it's a cool the, topic. Oh, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it says uh, one last thing is a uh, sensory motor tasks are designed to help a player improve cognitive functions functioning. What was that? Which word? is not shocking. Don't know. I don't want my action. My head hurts right now already. Awesome. I've already had to use big words like ADHD and FDA. So don't so ask me to do that one. So again. dumb. <laughs> Which actually isn't that shocking. I've heard stories of they talked about video games being able to ha- improve children's hand-eye coordination in the past. So sure, yeah. But it's just, it is interesting. Like you know, it's the FDA. So let's not get our panties in a bunch over how the expertise of the FDA they because they're definitely suspect but uh if it can actually like improve symptoms of ADHD I think that's a pretty amazing thing and I'd be really interested mm-hmm. to see how it differs from other games and and yeah what what aspects of this game are unique to it that make it do that you know what I mean be interesting it makes me wonder if they don't use a conventional controller or mouse and keyboard that would be something to look into because it's gotta it is specifically to improve those abilities for those kids that have issues with focusing 
So I, they, I wonder if it's not going to be just a run-of-the-mill controller or anything. It's probably going to be a little design. So th that's probably part of the just the prescription is to get the equipment capable to operate the game. Yeah, we don't know yeah. enough about it. They haven't really given out details about it. So mm -hmm. yeah, it could definitely be a hardware thing that plays into it. Maybe it like randomizes the controls, so you have to like hit the right keys to kind of help you move it along or something. I don't know. Yeah, it could be maybe like a kind of. Um, Guitar Hero kind of keyboard. It, it gives you prompts, and you have to make sure you hit the exact button at the right time or something like that. Yeah, something. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's about it for that one. Uh, JD is going to segue us into our next topic, which is a very expansive topic that will take up the, probably the rest of the show. Yeah, so. I think I think we got a lot to talk about here. I mean, it's it's kind of in the same vein, and along with Achille Interactive Labs announcing a new game, uh, but there's specific to ADHD. A billion other people also announced new games in the last couple of weeks because we've had a couple of different shows like the IGN Summer of Gaming just happened, PC Gaming Show 2020 just happened, the PlayStation 5 reveal just happened. So we have just, and each one of these has its own set of games announced with it. Some of them are repeats, some of them aren't, uh, but it's just, it's a lot of games. So we thought we'd kind of go through some of it, not all of it. There's a million games out there. There's like a billion games on Steam. You can go find a random game if you want. We're just going to talk about the ones we recognize and the trailers we watched mm -hmm. and and see what we think about them. So let's start. I'm going to start with PlayStation 5. Um, yeah, I was going to say. It's the biggest one. And some of these games I would really like to talk about, even though I'll probably never play them because I'm probably never going to own a PlayStation 5. Uh, so let's get into that. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a couple of big exclusives. And that's why I say I'll never get to play them. Like the Spider-Man Miles Morales is like a standalone. You remember the Spider-Man game that came out for the PlayStation 4 and we thought was really cool. And it seemed like yeah, a lot of fun. And we wish we could have played it. And then we never did. So now they have <laughs> Miles Morales is getting his own game after appearing as, as a side character in that first one. And this is going to be a standalone game. It's not an expansion on the first one. Uh, and it it's going to be... The first Spider-Man game to finish to feature a black Spider-Man, which is pretty cool. Uh, and it's looks like it's going to be fun because if it's anything like that first one, that first one was a hoot to everybody who played it, as far as I know. So, uh, and if they uh, incorporate stuff from into the Spider-Verse, which was uh, that I one of my favorite Spider-Man movies, honestly. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Apparently, the next one is actually going to have a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man in the next Ugh. multiverse. <laughs> I hope it's from Spider-Man Three. Where he's all emo <laughs> and like dancing on the street. I hope that's the Spider-Man. They are. The they already made that joke. Oh, really? In the last multiverse. Yeah. They really? they oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He was yeah. dancing. He said, "We don't want to talk about that one," and they just <laughs> yeah, kind of passed true. over. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the worst. So, uh, yeah. So that'll be great. Uh, if you're in, looking forward to the PlayStation Five, I think that Spider-Man game is going to be the talk of the town when that comes out. Um, and they're also doing a sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn called Horizon Forbidden West or Horizon 2 if you prefer. Uh that game was another exclusive which I don't think it's exclusive anymore and I'm pretty sure this one while exclusive to the PlayStation is not going to be exclusive either. But I can't find information on that. But uh this game <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn just recently came out on PC. It's been on PlayStation 4 since it was released. So I I've actually been looking forward to playing that or Either it recently came out or it was announced that it was coming out. Either way. Oh, mid-2020. So I don't think it's out yet. Uh, but I do want to play mm -hmm. that. That game was from like three years ago. 
uh, and it looked really awesome, but of course it's exclusive. And then this one, Horizon 2, is going to be on the PlayStation 5 and also will come to PC eventually, uh, just like the first one did, I think. So that one looks great. You should look it up if you are interested in, in those games. Uh, I don't know much about it, obviously, because I haven't played it, but it's got like robots and big fancy like robot dinosaurs and stuff like that. And there's this one takes place in a San Francisco, but it's post-apocalyptic, so it's like flooded uh, and you'll be like, you know, climbing mountains and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it's too bad Zombie's not here, our friend Gilbert, because we could talk about Resident Evil Village, a new Resident Evil game. Uh, yeah, he he's all about those Resident Evil games. They I'm just sure he already knows about it. Recently. Yeah, exactly. And I think this is because that was Resident Evil Seven that that was the remake, right? Yes. So, and I think and, I think fact, this one's going to be carrying on from that. Yeah, and I'm fairly certain he does know about it. If I remember correctly, he mentioned it in our group chat, and Marvel made fun of him for it because Marvel's Marvel and yeah. Well, I'm pretty easy. I'm pretty sure Gilbert already has a tattoo for this game, so. <laughs> uh, that's what I Oops. Hit play on a video. My bad. Uh let's see. What else we got from PlayStation 5? There's some other little I games think... that I don't really care about, like a Demon Souls remake. I'm sure there's some people that love that. Ratchet and Clank. Uh which I have My played before. And I love that fine. Game. Yeah. They're gonna be it's there's a gonna platformer. be a new Ratchet and Clank. Um pretty standard fare, oh. I feel like. New uh GTA is gonna be back. GTA five coming to PlayStation Ooh. five. Woohoo! Sorry. Yeah, stupid. They they need to let that go. Give us GTA 6. Um, Oddworld's making a comeback. Yeah, Oddworld. That's right. Where was I can't find that one in my list that I'm on. It's it's uh, near the bottom. Oh, it's but after... yeah, the, there's a new Oddworld game. How crazy is that? I don't I don't remember like mm. was Oddworld wasn't that like original Xbox? Maybe Xbox 360. It, it, if it made it there, I the, the only Odd World I ever played was on the Game Boy. Like not even the Game oh. Boy Advance. It was on well. There the was Game one Boy. called Odd World Munch's Odyssey. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I don't remember. Right on that one. I don't remember which Xbox that was, but that like it's been a while since I've heard the name Odd World. So that's that should be interesting for sure. That's pretty cool. Uh there. Project I mean, Athena. obviously there were a lot of games, yeah. so we're not gonna just read off all of them. Oh, oh, this is the one I wanted to talk about. Uh, Jet the Far Shore. I think this is the oh, one. I just looked at one. Yeah. Uh, this is from the people that did... Uh, it's from the Super Brothers, and they played, did this game called Sword and Sorcery, uh, and it was, on the ta it was on the iPhone, or the iPad. And it was a crazy good game. It was one of the best games I've ever played on a mobile device. Mm -hmm. uh it was just awesome and if they're gonna make a game anywhere close to that then i think this that'll be a really what cool kind of game is it or uh, at least I the don't... ipad one. Oh, the ipad one was more of a fantasy game and this one looks more outer spacey i want to say by the look of it i can't i can't play the oh. trailer now because it'll it'll show up in the recording and i already pressed play so there's gonna be random sound on the podcast now <laughs> but uh <laughs> Uh, it it does look like pretty interesting. I think that'll be fun. It's it's like an indie game. It's like a smaller game, right? It's not going to be a game that takes up hours and hours of your time. And not all these are PS5 exclusive. There, some right. of them are, some of them aren't. Right. 
Yeah. Obviously, the Spider-Man one is because Sony owns the right to Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man um, will be he, Horizon he, Two will be originally. But yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Any other game the, in that announcement you want to talk about? No, that was pretty much it. Um, I've kind of not played a PlayStation game, and right, I don't. It's been a long yeah. time. Last one I had uh, was the PlayStation so, Three. So, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I think that's about the last one I played on. Um, the only thing I want to bring up is because we're talking about the PlayStation Five. If you guys don't know what it looks like, I don't know how you've missed it. There's been millions of memes come out ever since that console's been released or announced. And also, for those of you freaking out saying that it's going to be $700 for the console because of the supposed Amazon price leak, this happened last time. Everybody thought they are going to be insanely expensive, and it ended up being nothing closer. So wait till Sony actually comes out and makes the official price announcement. So don't panic thinking you're going to have to pay $700 for it. I mean, who knows? Maybe this is right, but last time, this, it happened with the Xbox One. Everybody panicked thinking Sony or X, Microsoft was going to charge like 600 bucks for the console. I think it was still pretty expensive because they had that stupid connect with it that nobody uses anymore. I use it. Poor connect. I love you, <laughs> yeah, connect. The only thing right I now, I can turn on my Xbox right now with my connect. Don't mess with me. I'll do it. It's right there. <laughs> I, I will yell. That's about all I use it for is to turn it on and then to pretty change much. my shows on Netflix and all that. Pretty much, yeah. The IGN Summer of Gaming was like a multi-day event, so I I tried to find an article that kind of had a brief summary of all the games that were revealed over that time. Obviously, again, there were a dozen, two dozen games revealed, but uh, one of the things we saw that piqued both of our interest was the game Destroy All Humans is getting a reboot. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to refresh the graphics and give you some new abilities and, you know, so you can continue killing humans with chickens. Um or ripping yeah. their brains out. And I didn't even think about this at the time, but we were just talking about this right before the podcast started. Destroy All Humans was an original Xbox game. Like, it didn't even <laughs> occur to me that the game was that old. Uh, the first but, one, yeah. Yeah. But I remember playing it, and because just the name alone just made me want to play it. Destroy All Humans just sounded like a fun time. Uh, you know, I still, I still think about that name daily in my sleep. Destroy All Humans. Destroy All <laughs> yeah uh, but you might need help for that not that's so much true. that's true my therapist says i'm not supposed to say that in public um <laughs> but it's fine no uh destroy all humans was just kind of a cutesy little open world game where you play as an alien and you're trying to capture humans or kill them in the process and you're like running from running from like secret like fbi agents or whatever trying to capture you uh things like that in tanks there's like military, the military. yeah yeah so it's pretty fun. It's a fun little game. Uh, it took up a few hours of my life at some point in the past, and they're rebooting it so to give it a new, fresh look. So I, I think that's cool. Your favorite weapon was the anal probe, wasn't it? I still use it to this day. Oh, you mean in the game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was right. What you do in your off time does not need to be mentioned in the... Uh... I, got a, I got a whole new way to use Connect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. No. What other games? Oh, go ahead. I was just saying, destroy all humans. Yeah, I I was actually I didn't even know they were talking about the remake. I just saw, hey, it's on free for gold uh, games with gold on Xbox. Download it. My wife was cooking dinner one night, and I was just messing around with it. She's very confused of what I was doing to the humans with cows, but you know, 
it, it it was it was a lot of fun and i remember it from way back and I, like jd until i booted it up i had no idea it was an xbox original game i thought our original xbox game i thought it was like 360 like he thought but when i booted it up there was that black and green logo just that's pop funny. right up that's crazy so we're old Ugh. yeah we are <laughs> Uh, so what other games? Oh, Scarlet Nexus. This was also shown at the Xbox reveal about uh, like a month or two ago, whenever that was. Um, this is sort of a, it's kind of a Japanesey, steampunky, action RPG, and it's got really unique looking bad guys like these plants that walk on two legs kind of thing. Uh, but it looks really interesting. The trailer is pretty psychedelic, <laughs> like it's it's kind of trippy. Um, but the, I, I don't know anything about this game and I've never, like, I've never played anything. If it's in a series or I've never played it, if it's based on a manga, I've never read it. Um, but it, it looks fun. I would give it a shot. Uh, it's kind of, that's important. Yeah. So it's got, it's got like, it says it's got sword play and psychokinesis, uh, and they're calling it brain punk, which, you know, whatever that means, I, I hate them for that. Um. But it looks fun. So that that game looks good. <laughs> uh, we also got to see fresh footage of the new Amazon multi massive multiplayer online game. Mm -hmm. New World. And I know we played Crucible recently. We've talked about that on the podcast. We have at least one friend that's been looking forward to this MMO. Um, I mean, based on how Crucible has done, you know, I'm pretty sure yeah, everybody's having some fun. doubts. <laughs> so... Uh, I didn't really get super excited when I saw the footage for New Worlds. I mean, it looked interesting, but it also looked chaotic with not a whole lot of... But the, the, it might have been just how the trailer was done. It kind of bounced everywhere. Yeah, I think they were trying to show some gameplay, and it and the gameplay is just kind of like... Like, the parts that I saw were, were almost like a, like a PvP kind of arena thing. And it had a lot of people running around, and a lot mm -hmm. of people doing a bunch of different stuff. And it didn't really give you a good look at what you could do but but if you listen to the interview they talk about there's going to be house building there's going to be all kinds of customization there's going to be uh the, you know they're really focusing on the kind of stuff that mmo players are looking forward to like end game content and th things like that and mm. lots of progression systems um so you know in terms of uh mmo stuff it definitely looks good if you're into mmos my one concern with it is the color of it like through the whole trailer that they showed yeah it's very brown it's very dingy very bland and nothing yeah. i mean trees yeah, don't have leaves uh stuff like that so yeah i don't know elder scrolls had some bland to it but they also had a lot of color so right yeah like like in elder scrolls they had a bunch of different environments so it might just be that this the environment they happen oh, to show. Oh, this is happening. Oh the my gosh! I just hit play again. Sorry. <laughs> That's what I get for scrolling through a website with a bunch of videos on it. So we're gonna have just like random intermittent interviewer talking. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I was trying to scroll through the video without hitting play, and I hit play. But yeah, I mean, you know, there could be tons of different environments in this game, and they just happen to be showing one get one environment that they're recording. And it's probably this way for the PvP environment because that's what they were showing off was PvP gameplay. Uh, Which, but, I mean, it's fine, but if you're going to showcase a game for a company that hasn't been in the console slash PC gaming world, it, you want to want to show off the best of it, not keep yeah. it so... I mean, because, I mean, like you said, like you said with Crucible, 
that flopped pretty hard pretty quick. So you don't have a lot of faith in the player base right now of your next development. I mean, maybe there's a lot of uh, MMO fans out there that would just be excited a new a new companies putting their foot in the or putting their foot in the pot or whatever on developing another MMO and maybe that will draw them in. But it it didn't draw me in. I wasn't super excited about it. Granted, I don't usually get into PvP with MMOs because, uh, like every every other competitive game out there, I suck at it, so I don't really like to get into it. So. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of suck in general, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah and yeah, I mean, yeah. that's our style is has never really been MMOs, and we've definitely never never really done the PvP in MMOs. Probably the most PvP I ever did was in uh, what was that Neverwinter, uh, and that's just because I I knew what the OP characters were, so I played the OP ones so I could win more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we didn't do too bad in ESO online that for that short period we played on the yeah, console. Yeah, when we played it originally, yeah, I I enjoyed that. And if, if it's like that, and it sounds like it's going to be a lot like that, yeah, uh, because there's like territory control and uh, action and combat clubs. and sieges and stuff like that. So yeah, it sounds like it'll be a lot like that. So maybe it'll be fun. Who we'll have to try it. All you can do is try it and see. But yeah. we're not very good at MMOs. Like, you know, I mean, when we... We just recently tried to play Elder Scrolls and nobody wants to like get to the end game. Everybody wants to sit around and read quests and talk to people. And it's like, stop wasting my time, man. If we're going to play an MMO, let's get to the MMO part. I'm not here for the, I'm not here to listen to the Khajiit tell me where the, the treasure is hidden in the cave. I don't care. Just give me the treasure and give me my level so I can get to the raid. You jerks. While they talk in third person the entire time. Yeah. Kajit knows what treasure. Okay, never mind. All right, uh, what what else we got? Uh, oh wow! They had that, uh, oh, go ahead. They had that uh, crab battle, crab fight game. Because yeah, I don't fight know crab. why that made the list. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, that's dumb. Uh, I guess if you're into 3D fighting games featuring crabs, that'll be for you. But uh, they do have excited. Forgotten City, which is kind of funny. Because that, I mean, that's this is a Skyrim mod. It is a mod for the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim that has apparently, like, I, I remember downloading this once when it was smaller. Um, but apparently it's gotten so big that it has now become its own standalone downloadable expansion pack for Skyrim. Uh, so that's kind of crazy if you want to get back into Skyrim and do that stuff. Yeah. It's got all new mechanics, new twists, new voice actings, new endings. Probably a whole bunch of stuff I don't even remember i should tell we should tell uh marvel about that since he loves yeah skyrim so much yeah that's interesting yeah. and that would suck him in forever again yeah we'll never see him again he won't even play uh elder scrolls online anymore he'll just play skyrim so that's pretty cool uh there were some other uh other games there's like uh there was a earthbound looking rpg called knuckle sandwich in there and some other smaller indie games and stuff like that so you can definitely go check that out well, obviously, we'll have links to all this stuff in our description yeah. for the episode. Uh, but let's move on to... Oh, real quick. Let's talk about Baldur's Gate 3. This is a game that mm -hmm. we are looking forward to playing. Uh, we're definitely going to probably, maybe, probably not uh, be playing it. Uh, <laughs> you know, we might even stream it. This is from... So, first of all, I love Baldur's Gate. I love Baldur's Gate all the way back to, like, the first Baldur's Gates. I've played the Enhanced Editions. I'm a big fan. It's based on Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, and I don't know if Anthony's played those, but he has played Divinity Original Sins 2, which I know he has been 
a big fan of. And Baldur's Gate 3 is being made by the same people that made Divinity Original Sins yeah. 2. And they're bringing over a lot of the mechanics and the elements of that game into Baldur's Gate 3. So if you are a Baldur's Gate fan, you should be really looking forward to this game. And if you're a Divinity Original Sins 2 fan, you should definitely be looking forward to this game. Uh, I will say this. I am totally down to play Baldur's Gate, if it, especially if it's anything like Divinity 3. The only thing I ask is we have to beat Divinity three or Divinity Two before we move we're on. Never, to, uh... We're never going to beat that game. We we have, I have started that game so many times. <laughs> that opening Fort Joy Island, I could do blindfolded at this point in my life, and I've never made it past Act Two of that game. There's so much happening in that game, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, and and I, I, I mean, if Baldur's Gate is like that, that's going to be crazy because the original Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate Two aren't very long. Um, I mean, they're, they're long not. for an RPG, right? Like it's an RPG, so it's going to be long. Uh, yeah, but like they're they're nothing, nothing near there as bad is. as Divinity <laughs> Original Sins Two. I don't think, uh, at least from what I remember. So anyway, yeah. Uh, the point, the reason we're talking about it is because Larian Studios delayed Baldur's Gate Three because of COVID. Obviously, they had to work from home, so they couldn't do things like motion capture and voice acting and stuff like that. But they've announced that they're going to try and get Baldur's Gate 3 into early access in August of this year. So it's just a couple months away. And that's pretty awesome. Looking forward to that. August is the same month you'll get um, the Total War game for free on Epic 2. Oh, yeah. yeah that. That's right. If you listen to our last podcast, I think we talk about there's going to be a free game uh, offered on the Epic Game Store. A brand new game offered completely for free. So you can save 60 bucks. Uh, and we'll talk about more of that. Only on day one. Comes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's only going to be available for one day. Uh, so, yeah. So, Baldur's Gate 3, that that was its own, like, standalone article. Uh, and then the PC Gaming Show. Hold on. Got to find the right article. Here we go. All right. PC Gaming Show was another big <laughs> gaming event that happened in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so, let's talk about... Two days ago. Yeah. Torchlight 3. It was the first game, and it is available on Steam right now. If you've ever played any of the Torchlight games, you can go play that. It is in early access. Go play it. Have some fun. I might even look into that one. Uh, I haven't played the other Torchlight games, but I, I've i heard enough about them and I knew enough about them that I, I would be interested in that. Uh, let's talk about... Oh, let's talk about that open dev game. Uh, it's a 4X strategy oh, yeah. game. If you don't know, 4X strategy is usually very in-depth kind of strategy game where you pretty much building a civilization from the ground up and there's like not just not just fighting individual units or individual armies but you're actually scoping out an entire map to take over the world or you know universe whatever the setting is of your game so 4x strategy super in-depth game uh, this one's called uh, humankind's open dev and the interesting thing about this game is that you can develop part of it you can actually go to the Amplitude Studios website right now and sign which is up. Weird. Yeah, which uh, yeah, it's crazy. And sign up to be a part of Open Dev, where you will create something in the game. Uh, obviously, you're go probably going to need some sort of coding background or some sort of artistic background that you can apply to this situation. But you can basically immortalize yourself um, if this game's successful. If people play it, they'll see your stuff, and you, they'll, you'll probably have credits at the end of the game. I would assume, I would imagine that that's true. At least, at the very least, credits. 
you know i don't know maybe if you do enough you get paid i don't know i really don't know so don't take my word for that don't be like hey you guys owe me 50 bucks now they i don't know uh um, yeah they probably chances of that happens pretty soon i think they're gonna yeah. say your reward is to be able to actually develop the game with them play it before everybody else and you get some credit in the credits somewhere or like in uh deep rock uh, they, nobody helped develops, but they did like pre-alpha tests or stuff like that. The, a lot of players got their names in the hall, uh, the hall of honor, whatever it's called in right. deep rock. Yeah. Yeah. But so you, you'll definitely, I, I would, I would bet <laughs> money that you get your name in the game somewhere, either actually in the yeah. game or just in the credits at the end of something. But even, even if not, if all you do is design a little statue in a ship or something like that, people will see your, your statue when they play the game. And that's pretty cool. You can, You'll be able to like go to your friend's house and download the game and, and play to that point and be like, look, I did this. This is mine. I put it in this game. I think that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe you can show your grandkids someday, but like when yeah. nothing exists but video games because COVID has got us all locked in our houses. Yep. You'd be and, like, See and when this you game? have grandkids and you've accomplished nothing else in your life because <clears throat> you're, you're pathetic and lonely, but you did at <laughs> one point build a statue in an open dev game. You can, you can put <laughs> there. You out. go. Yay! All right. Uh, <laughs> next Oops. one is uh, the Icarus game. So, if you don't know anything about uh, DayZ, DayZ is a survival game. Uh, it mm-hmm. is ridiculously. It is known for being challenging and known for being unforgiving, uh, and known for being around for a long time with nothing happening to it because the creator was a slacker. Uh, but so now the Daisy creator has, he's long since moved on from Daisy and now he's making a new game called Icarus. I was just saying for those who don't know, Daisy started as an armor mod. Yeah. For one of the original. That's true too. That's a good point. Yeah. It was just a mod that he turned into an actual game and managed to, um, you know, earn a reputation off of it. Uh, so, so now he's making this game, Icarus, and it is very going to be very similar to Z from, from what I can tell from the interview. He mm-hmm. wants it to be a survival game. The setting is obviously very different. Z was zombies in sort of a post-apocalyptic Earth kind of thing. Icarus is mm-hmm. going to be an outer space game uh, where you're going on outer space planets. I don't know what other kind of planets you would go on besides outer space ones. Um but so it's going but one of the things they talked about is and, and I think a lot of gamers can relate to this is that probably the most intense and harrowing part of any survival game is like the first hour or two the first, the time that it takes you to get acclimated to the game where you're just struggling to find any sort of weapon you're struggling to find the food to keep yourself alive struggling to find that shelter to to hide from the hordes outside uh and the this guy, the Daisy creator, talks about how he wants Icarus to capture that moment over and over again. Uh, so in this survival game, which first of all sounds terrible. Like I have no idea how you're yes. going to do that. <laughs> I mean, I understand what he's saying. Like I understand that moment. You know, it's kind of like with Minecraft. The hardest part of Minecraft is when you first start, right? And you don't have any tools mm-hmm. and you have to find your tools. You have to find a base, all that kind of stuff. Um, I understand what he's talking about there. I don't think he's going to be able to accomplish this goal uh but from People the sound of so it, frustrated yeah and exactly. irritated within yeah. a, a couple hours of playing that game yeah because part of part of that early struggle is knowing that you can rise to new heights because of it right 
Like you want to be the badass that has all the stuff. And it does sound like there's going to be a little mix of that. So they talked about how missions in this game, there's going to be like 20 minute missions. That'll just be pure intensity, trying to survive, trying to, trying to dig a hole, trying to get what you need. And then there's going to be things that sessions that last a long time. Uh, and I think you'll get to pick and choose between those. You could probably mix them up and things like that. So, uh, you know, it's one of the, one of the things that's weird about this game is you can't breathe. <laughs> so I guess you're going to all these, space. yeah, you're going to all these different planets and you can't breathe their atmosphere. So that's what limits your ability to stay on that planet is the fact that you don't have air <laughs> and you're probably, probably part of the survival is struggle to find air either you know, leftover oxygen canisters or some sort of plant that has oxygen bubbles or something, you know, stuff like that, that they'll implement into the game. I don't know how it's going to work, uh, but that'll <laughs> be part of the survival technique and it'll be part of the limiting factor for how long you can stay on the planet. Um, but, you know, we'll see how that goes. I don't know that it sound it sounds feasible to do this weird capturing that early game moment of a survival game, but the setting seems neat. And maybe we'll, you know, maybe it'll have a lot of unique environments and unique animals and maybe enemy alien zombies or something. So it could be cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I, one of the things I hated the most about DayZ is like whenever I finally got established and then a dickweed player would come along and kill me and I had to start all over again because he, he took all my gear. Pretty so, much but every now, survival game ever. Yeah. Yeah. So now what's going to happen instead of it's a player doing it, the game sounds like it's going to automatically <laughs> reset you every 20 minutes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Now the game's just like, screw you, man. That's all you get. You don't have to, you don't have to worry about another player doing it to you. We'll do it for them. Yeah. So, so what I, else? I, I'm not, Oh, we'll see how that goes, but um, yeah. hey, I'm not super looking forward to that. Um, well, that's not true. I am looking forward to it because I'm interested in what it's going to be. I'm just not super convinced that it's going to be what this guy wants it to be. Maybe there's some stuff he's not telling us. So yeah, I mean, and, and it's 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 slated for 2021, so there's plenty of time for him to develop that. Mm -hmm. Let's see what else we got from the PC Gaming Show 2020. There's some sequels like Evil Geniuses 2. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes is getting a DLC. If you if you have played Remnant from the Ashes and you enjoyed that. Should be looking forward to that expansion coming out. Uh, there's a Weird West action RPG. That's kind of interesting. Don't see a lot of Westerns outside of like Red Dead. Uh, so if it's got like a spaghetti Western feel to it, that could be interesting. Oh, there was also Desperados 3 that came out recently. That has a Western feel to it. Those are the only games I can think of. The other thing I was going to say for PC Gaming Show is that Escape from Tarkov is getting a new map. Uh, and I know that's been a pretty popular game. I... I've watched a lot of people stream it because it's really fun to watch. It's got a lot of in-depthness to it. Depthness? I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. A lot of depth. A lot of depth. It's got a lot of depth to it. Uh, so it's fun to watch. And they're coming out with a new map for their their world because you can pick different places that you go, like the factory or whatever. Uh, so that'll be interesting. And that's about it for PC Gaming Show 2020, as far as I could tell. There's obviously, there's a lot of other games. Uh, and if you're interested, you should look up PC Gaming Show 2020 and check out a recap yeah. and look up those trailers. Anything you wanted to talk about from that one? 
that I missed? No, uh, not for the PC gaming one. I looked at the list. There wasn't really any that really caught my eye. You already talked on the ones that would catch my attention. So the rest, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe sometimes with these games that I see and hear about, I'm like, yeah, not that interested. And I, maybe I catch a YouTube video or a stream, that's, then it sucks me in and give it a shot. So who knows? Some of these games that we kind of breezed over or didn't really mention doesn't mean they're going to be horrible games or anything. It's just something we didn't don't recognize or didn't catch our attention. But who knows? Something yeah. in the future we may end up talking about it a little more in depth as more comes out. So um, the only thing I was going to add, um, if you're done with the PC game show, yeah, it's just a couple other things. There's it's not really a new game. Sounds like it's another new uh, remake or remaster. Uh, it's not. If anybody big in the Pokio, well, Pokio, Pokemon video games, Pokemon Snap. Snap yeah. Yeah. It got announced that it's coming to Twitch. So if you guys were big, I remember when that came out on the 64. Even as a kid, I thought it was weird. You run around and take pictures of Pokemon. But hey, you know, apparently it was a lot of fun and enough fun for it to come back on Switch. And there are actually people excited about it. So if you're excited, it was announced. I don't remember when it was announced. June 17th. So yeah, uh, today. Yeah. At least the, the article is written today. So yeah. if you guys yes, are excited very, about it. Very new. Very new announcement. So some people might not have even heard of it yet. Uh, but yeah, yeah there, so I mean, there's, I know there's some people that are got to be diehard Snap fans. Yeah. They probably thought it was the greatest thing they'd ever done. So I'm sure they're looking forward to it. So if you guys, are, even if you're just into the Pokemon games, I know some people that pretty much own every single Pokemon game known to man. So here you go. Pokemon Snap's coming back. If you it bring you back to your childhood, if you're old enough to remember it when it was on the 64. And the last thing I was going to mention is uh, JD and I kind of mentioned this in our chat that we, our group chat that we have. No Man's Skies is going cross platform. All right. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. I literally just remembered that. <laughs> so yeah, that's right. Um, I remember when it first came out, I bought it on a PC, not realizing my brother had it on a console. And I was like, this kind of sucks. I wish we could play together. Well, at that time, I don't even think multiplayer was around when it first came out. That was added later, wasn't it? You couldn't really yeah. join each other. I mean, it, 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 it was supposed to exist and it kind of did in a stupid half-hearted way. Uh, but no, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they definitely made it better over time for sure. Which I would be, I wouldn't mind checking it out again. Um, I haven't played it since we last played. It. I mean, you've definitely dedicated a lot more time to it because you got a cruiser now, if I remember correctly. I don't oh, even know. Oh yeah, I'm. I played that. I played hours of that game. Uh, yeah, I had my own little harvesting planet where I could get sell iridium for like millions, and had like a, one of the top cruisers mm. in the game and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that game is amazing. Once you get into it, it's very like you liked Elite Dangerous. So I'm surprised you didn't like No Man's Sky because I found it. Kind of pretty similar but I more think, fun <laughs> personally i think it was i didn't i wasn't having as much luck as you my brother you guys were able to find new ships pretty quick me i was just like struggling but it may be because i didn't understand the mechanics of the game too I mean, well you are so pretty dumb probably, yeah as, we, as we've established earlier in the podcast <laughs> you were see no man's skies though a lot of ways we made money you can still mine but that was a later thing that was added most of the time you got money from smuggling cargo or killing people so i mean er early on no Man's Sky, you're mostly just doing the quests and stuff to get money, yeah. Yeah. Um, but but by the by the end game, I'm setting up giant iridium farms. I'm I'm like I spent I think I spent like ten hours searching for the perfect planet where the weather wasn't going to kill me. It's still pretty bad, by the way. The weather is still pretty deadly on this planet. But it had like a perfect like an A grade 
iridium mine where I just set up tons of harvester things that pull the iridium out. I don't remember any of the lingo, so my bad. It might not even be iridium that I'm thinking of. I don't I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I pull all of that out, refine it all, and then I take it and I go and sell it. The hard part for me is because I play on a harder difficulty, I can only carry so much. So I have to take like 10 trips and visit like 10 different solar systems. Whereas somebody playing on normal could just take it all in one go and sell it all in one place uh, mm -hmm. and make a huge killing. So I don't make nearly as much money as other people, but, but it did give me, it gave me like 150 million credits or whatever, so I could buy a ship. So I was, I was pretty happy with that. But I mean, since, since I played, I mean, I played it the most recent and they've still been adding a lot of stuff. They have like alien ships yeah. now where you can hunt down alien eggs in, in minefields and like uh, create your own new alien ship. They've got, all new multiplayer stuff. They're they're adding quests that you can do cooperatively or to make money to buy unique stuff from the multiplayer. Man, I can't remember what any of this stuff is called. The multiplayer space station. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I, there's tons of new stuff in there for anybody who's trying to get into that game new. And they're still working on more content updates and doing this cross-platform thing and they've released it on Game Pass. So if you either already have Game Pass or you haven't used Game Pass before and you want to try this game out, you can probably get like a month or two for really cheap just to play the game. Check it out. Yeah. yeah. And you can play it on Xbox or PC. Uh, and then you can play with anybody on any of the consoles. PlayStation 4, Xbox, and PC, all cross-platform. So pretty cool. There you go. A lot of cool stuff. Cross-platform. It's very exciting. It's big news for uh, um, No Man's Skies, and it's actually big news for cross-platforms because the cross-platforms becoming more and more of a thing. For the longest time, the biggest holdup was PlayStation. Sony was not giving in on the cross-platform yeah. things. Even the game War Thunder I play is cross-platform, but PlayStation would not allow War Thunder to interact with Xbox players. They could play with PC players, but if an Xbox player popped in, PlayStation players could not play with that server. So... It's they're giving in now. They're they're and even Fortnite had issues with Sony for a little bit with a cross platform. So yeah. they, it's becoming more and more of a thing. And don't forget, No Man's Sky also added VR for anybody that plays VR. You can actually play the whole game in virtual reality, which is pretty cool. I don't have a VR headset, so I've I've never tried it, but it's something they're continuously improving on for that too. So that's pretty neat. It's definitely come a long way. I remember when it was released, they had a lot of hiccups and issues, like a lot of them. I remember yeah. it would crash on me randomly. I'd be in the middle of something, make a lot of progress, and it crashed because I forgot to save. I lost everything I did, which is one of the reasons why I stopped playing it so quickly in the beginning when it first came out. So, And I mean, with a big a game way. like this, you know, there's still going to be glitches. I'm sure there's still glitches in there. Yeah, yeah. Definitely from, like, I mean, the game got crapped on when it first came out because it just... They made promises they didn't keep. They it had a lot of problems with it. I really feel like they were rushed to release it um, because they had been working on it for so long. Uh, but they've made leaps and bounds, huge strides in improving that game. They I had a lot of fun yeah. with it last time I was playing it. So anyway, that's that's it. Yeah, for new games. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I got anything else I was going to bring up. Um, I haven't seen anything. Recently, I've seen some odd stories here and there, but they could be saved for another episode. We spent a lot of time on these news games, so yeah, I told you we would. Uh, Lots of new stuff. Yeah, so that's great. I mean, oh, it's it's awesome. I mean, with with COVID, like a lot of that has taken a bit of a backseat for, especially for <laughs> um, certain states that have been able to reopen. So I think 
a lot of these gaming studios have been able to get back to work in different ways uh, that they haven't been able to for the last few months. So I think that's why we're seeing a lot of these announcements. Um, yeah, it's great. It's good to good to see. I think this is going to be one of the better years for game announcements in a while. It's been a while since we've actually had games. Yeah, to I think new consoles through. help stir that, right? Because everybody wants yeah, to be they, in on that new console. Do. And even even though we aren't going to play those consoles probably because we're PC gamers, PC master race, uh, you know, I, it still stirs people to create something new that will make a mark on those consoles and then they can also release it on PC maybe if we're lucky. So most of the time, well, especially if it's an Xbox game, it'll usually right. end up on PC. Yeah, pretty much. I think, I think Xbox up. kind of abandoned the idea of exclusives at this point, which is good. Great. Mm. Screw yeah. exclusives. Screw you, Sony. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's do our outro. Do the, do the outro stuff. Okay. I don't have anything to add for the outro, except like I said in the past, uh, Use hashtag NTWP or at JD and I on Twitter. The Twitter links will be down in the description of this video when I post it on YouTube. And JD will post links on the podcast sites where he uploads this to pretty much all major podcast sites. I don't think we're missing any anymore, but we could nope. be. I don't remember. Nope, we're good. Got all our bases um, covered on that. So if you guys got questions for us, whether about our military career or our lives as of today, or if you got stories you would like us to talk about in the future, add us. Um, JD, actually, is your Discord public or is it just mainly for us? Mm -hmm. It's public. I have uh, on my Twitter and on my all my YouTube videos, I have a link for my Discord. Just nobody ever yeah, joins. I got it. I have a Discord as well, but if you mainly want to talk about uh, not the worst podcast stuff, I highly recommend going to JD JD's mainly because we're in that that one a lot more than mine, um, and especially because this is was kind of like JD's brainchild, so might as well keep it in one centralized area and make it easier. Yeah, yeah, come on in, join so. the Discord. Let's talk. That's all we got. Yep. yep. Right. Cool. All right. This has been not the worst podcast. We're happy to be back. We skipped a week, so we're getting back into it. Uh, thanks for listening. Have a good one, and we'll see you later. Later, everybody.